Welcome to Morning Rays of Grace, a place where we grow in the enlightenment of God's word and grace. I am your host, Angelica Walker, and without further ado, let's get started. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome to episode two of Morning Rays of Grace. Today, we are going to be discussing obedience in prayer. Our scripture verse for today is going to come from James 5, 16, and it reads, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Now, story time. One day someone reached out to me for prayer and I interceded for that person. And during prayer, God asked me, what good is prayer if there is no surrenderance? And I was like, oh, whoa, okay. Um, so, so many times we're praying or asking for prayer without responding to God without doing what he wants us to do or without being who he needs us to be. A lot of times we're, we're going and asking for prayer. You ever heard the saying, um, you know, a lot of us is waiting on God, but God is really waiting on us. That's the reality in this situation. It's like, Hey, God is waiting on you to change some things. Um, what are you holding back? Um, from God, what are you not giving him? What areas are, is not open for God to flow in order for your prayers to be answered? God was telling me, you can't pray and just not obey. You can't pray and be the boss of your own life or your own situation. Prayer is guidance. Prayer is surrenderance. Um, we make our requests known, but they're just that their requests they're not demands hey god i demand you to do this in my life you 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 know you can't just go in and say that um unless it's a promise that god gave you now there are some times in scripture where we don't demand god to give us our promise but there are um times in scriptures where we people have reminded god of of his promise like god you know you promised me this you said that you know you would do this thing for me but in the same sense like what is your response to the promise that god gave you are you working towards that promise are you being obedient to receive that promise you can't just you know the bible says we walk by faith and not by sight um are you walking, period? Or are you just sitting there on the couch and not doing nothing and just waiting for a holy blessing to fall out the sky? Um, it, it, you know, some it, it don't work like that every time. You know, it, it just does not. So how are you moving? How are you responding? How are you reacting to the promise that God gave you or to the response or to the outcome that you want from your request? So we must yield to the result of our request. The results belong to God and our response belongs to us. The response belongs to us. The response to our request belongs to us. Um, And we must respond with humility and surrenderance and obedience. So 
Here are three quick steps to prayer. First, we make our request. Then we have our response. And then we get our results. So request is just that. We go to God um, in his presence and we seek him and we make our requests known to him. The request is our words, our prayers, our conversation with God, our time with God. What are we asking him for? But our response is our heart posture. How is your heart towards God? How is your heart towards the request that you made? Um, the response is our surrenderance. It's our humility. It's our obedience. And the results is point blank period. God's will. We have no oh, say so about the results. Like we can't make the results happen because the results are up to God. Like it is not up to us. It's what God says goes. But our our thing in prayer is to make our request and to respond to, to our request. And the results are up to God. Trust God with the results. Our response is to trust God with the results and to trust God with the request that we have given him and trust that he is able to do it. He is um, so gracious and powerful to do it because of our response. Now, let's go through these, though. Um, so with our request, that happen, happens fully in the presence of God. We can't go in the presence of God boasting like when you're in the presence God will find a way to humble you very quick a lot of us we pray you know we we uh, are we really even stepping into that presence of God sometimes I think are we really going deep into the presence of God are we going into the holy of holies or uh where it's comfortable and we don't really want to step into the uh, the presence of God because we really don't want to be exposed we really don't want to lay it all down for him we really don't want to give up that sin so we really need to press into that that middle ground to that that holy of holies in the temple of God. If we go there, my God, he can do great things and there's no way that we can come out with bondage and baggage um day after day, time after time as we are spending time with him. There's no way that we can't eventually surrender our lives to him if we're constantly seeking him in the those secret places and and we are constantly dwelling in his place I mean yeah in his presence so our request um let's read Philippians 4 6 it says do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God before they even talked about requests there are so many things um that the scripture talks about, it says, do not be anxious with anything, but in each situation, whatever you're going through by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, with thankfulness. Are you going into the throne room thankful? I find myself sometimes going into the presence of God just to thank him, just to thank him. Have you ever had a prayer session where you're just thanking God and not even asking him for anything? You're just glad to be in his presence. You're just thankful to be there. You are just grateful to be in the presence of God. Like, wow, I am here. Um, God, you are 
allowed me to be here. Thank you for allowing me to be in your presence, in your grace. Look, I don't want nothing. If I can just have this, my God, if I can just stay here for a while, if I can just stay and sit here all day long, Father God, it would be the best thing ever. Are you even in his presence just giving him thanks after thanks after thanks and then presenting yourself to God, presenting your request to God? And another thing is sometimes our request comes from the Holy Spirit himself. Sometimes we don't even know what to ask, but the Lord himself sends his Holy Spirit to ask things that are just beyond our imagination because we are in the spirit. We are aligned with God. We are in agreement with God and we are one with God. And so the God um, is using his Holy Spirit to just come in and to just make requests that we don't even know that we want. So um, I just challenge you to, to sit in the presence of God, to sit still. It's so important for us to sit still and to just let God take over period. Let God take over, sit still for 15, 30 minutes a day or, um, whatever that may look like, just do it one time and you'll want to keep doing it more and more. So if you could just get that in your routine and get that in your spirit, um, and in your, um, day to day plan, it'll feel so refreshing and you'll enjoy every moment. And number two, our response. Our, our response is our surrenderance. It is our humility and obedience. How are you responding to God? Now, I don't want you to get response mixed up with works. Um, response is not working through your flesh. Response is not like, hey, I really need to do this in order for God to do this for me. It is not um acting as if God is um, a genie or something. If I do this, then God is going to do that. Yes, in a sense, but no, <laughs> um, not out of flesh, not out of works, not out of I must do this in order for this, but out of a heart posture. Response is from the heart. It is not from your hands. It is not from your feet. It is from your heart. God flows through us. And if our hearts are right, um, our actions will line up to our heart. He wants our hands and our feet to line up with our heart. So if our heart is in a wrong place, our hands and feet will be in the wrong place. We will maneuver in the wrong places and in the wrong areas and out of the wrong motives. But if our heart posture is right, God will be able to flow through us and allow our hands and our feet and our minds to move and flow with him. It's like an ebb and flow, you know, it's smooth and it's concise and he will flow through us. And that way, it won't be out of works, but it'll be through the Holy Spirit. It'll be through his power. And we won't be able to boast about that thing because all glory and honor will be belong to him. And you'll be like, hey, God did this for me. Uh, God allowed me to respond this way. I gave my life to Christ. I gave him everything that that was within me. And, and he took that thing and he um, allowed me to do certain things, respond in a certain way, because I gave him my request and I gave him my heart and I gave him my response. So 
response is surrendering in obedience. And let's go back to James 5, 16. I'm sorry, James 5, 16. Yeah. It says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Okay, so another response is to confess your sins. Are you confessing your sins? Are you cleaning out the closet? Are you um, getting removing those idols, destroying those idols in the presence of God? Um, okay, so I am a visual person and a teacher at heart. So I'm going to tell you to circle some things and point your arrow, uh, make an arrow to some things. So in the second sentence, it says the prayer of a righteous person. I need you to circle prayer. And then draw an arrow to confess, um, sorry, draw an arrow to pray for each other in that first sentence. And then in the second sentence, it says of a righteous person. I need you to circle righteous person and then point your arrow to confess your sins. So when we confess our sins, we become a righteous person. We don't become perfect. We don't become uh, Jesus. We don't become God himself. We become in right standing with God. Now, we will never be sinless. Like we will never be perfect. But being a righteous person, we won't be sinless, but we will sin less. We won't sin as much as we've ever sinned before because God is cleaning us, right? He's, he's, he's perfecting us. He's not making us perfect until we get to heaven, but he's perfecting us. And those sins will start dropping like flies when we start confessing our sins to one another. So that makes us the righteous person. And then it says the prayer of, and it says, and pray for each other. So we pray for each other and um, that prayer should be the prayer of a righteous person. We need to confess our sins and we need to pray. And a lot of times, a lot of us are just praying without being righteous, without right standing with God. A lot of us are praying and not confessing our sins to one another. We're not um, sinning less. We just keep sinning and sinning. And a lot of us are just praying and hoping to get a response, but never changing. Like God wants us to change. Yes, God is going to keep blessing us and, and showing us favor. But but sometimes when we're making requests, he's like, baby girl, baby boy, I need to, you to change. I want your heart. I need you in that secret space. I need you to come in and just allow me to take over every part of you. I want to be with you. I want to dwell with you. And and then I will show you so much that you can't even imagine. I will show you and give you. I will um, pour out so many blessings that you will never know um, that that were capable, that, that you were capable to give. And number three is the results. So point blank period, the result is going to be the will of God. Whatever God's will is, that's going to be the result. We don't have control over um, our lives, over the outcome. We don't have control. Once we're able to release control to God and in his will and purpose and plan for our life, the more 
calm and anxiety free we can be. So let's go to Second Corinthians one twenty. And it says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken to us, is spoken by us to the glory of God. So I'm pretty sure this is a familiar passage that God's um, answer is yes and amen. So if we're praying in the spirit, we already, God reveals stuff as we pray in the spirit. God reveals stuff before we can even pray for it. If you are entering that holy place with God, God will reveal sometimes the end result before it even comes or before you even know what's next. You know, sometimes he'll reveal the the end in the beginning. And his answer to that is yes. So if you're praying outside of the will of God, the answer is going to be no, because that's not God's will for your life. That's not what God wants. And of course, I I know you've heard sometimes God says, wait. And yes, we're waiting and expecting great things to come. And we have to keep praying. Sometimes the answer is to keep praying keep praying. I know that there are things that God has told me to keep praying, keep praying for that thing. Keep praying. God hears you. God sees you. And, and, and as you keep praying, your faith increases, you know, prayer is, you know, for you, you know, prayer increases your faith in God. Prayer allows you to experience God on another level. Prayer is that intimate place with God when you are praying with him and, 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 and seeking him and being one with him. So once you keep um, bombarding heaven with those prayers and you keep pushing through the doubt and the fears and you're never going to make it, you're never going to see it, you're never going to get there, those lies are from the pits of hell and they can go back to right where they came from. And if you just keep pushing through those thoughts and those doubts and insecurities, God will make things happen. God will make things shake and move and his foundation will be firm through it all and you will be unmovable but before we go I do want to read a little bit more a little bit more of the passage from James let's read James 5 let's just go back to 13 read passage 13 through 20 and it reads therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective elijah was a human being even as we are he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for 3 and a half years again he prayed and the heavens gave rain and the earth produced its crops my brothers and sisters If one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, remember this, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their ways will save them from death and cover over all multitudes of sins. So God heard Elijah. He listened to Elijah. He, Elijah was seeking the heart of God and um, he was a great man of God. But it says, 
Um, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring them back, remember this, that whoever turns a sinner from the error of their ways will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. Okay, so I want you to circle that sentence, highlight it, whatever you need to do, and then draw an arrow to confess your sins and pray for each other in verse 13 because that's exactly what is going on here if someone is wondering from the truth and you're bringing that person back you can't come back without repentance you're bringing someone back you're they're turning from their their ways they're turning back from their sins so you're um um, uh, motivating and encouraging that person to confess their sins and to repent and you're doing that through prayer through the Holy Spirit um, so let's take a moment to go over our takeaways and reflection moments number one the cycle of prayer is request response and results the request is our prayer and conversation with God. Our response is our surrenderance, humility, and obedience. And results are is literally God's will. God is in control over all things. God has the final say. And what he says goes. Uh, number two, a righteous person isn't sinless, but sins less. And remember, sin starts from within so check your heart it's a hard thing even if you're not you know outwardly sinning sinning are you inwardly sinning um what are your thoughts what are your motives um number three are you entering the secret places of god so that he may reveal your heart um is he are you allowing him to transform your heart and renew your heart and your mind Number four, God wants our heart and not our hands. And we often want God's hands, but not his heart. So seek first his kingdom, seek his glory, seek him and allow him to flow through you. And number five, don't just pray, confess, repent and obey. Prayer, there's power in prayer if we obey. There's power in prayer when we seek the heart of God. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for your goodness and your glory. Thank you for your love and your power and your authority over our lives. Father God, thank you that you are the way maker. Thank you that you are in full control, Father God. And we are excited and happy about that. Lord Jesus, I just pray for each and every listener that they have power in prayer through obedience, that they are seeking your face more than they are seeking your hand. Father God, that they are seeking a, a relationship with you more than anything. Father God, help us to pray with power power. Help us to be obedient in our day-to-day -day lives. Help us to go deeper and deeper with you, Father God, so that you may expose all the things that need to be dealt with, Father God. Help us never to stay the same, Father God. I pray for experience and transformation over each and every person that is listening to this podcast. Father God, you know all things and you um, are in control of all things and we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' mighty, holy, and matchless name, Amen. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this um, episode blessed you as much as it blessed me. See you next time.